o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, an early break. I'd say a wild first hour. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always call or text the show at 402-464-5685. Watches and comment on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. The show, again, is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Yeah. Um, thanks to Bagels and Joe, by yes, the way, for the coffee. It's keeping me fueled. It is keeping us fueled. It is, yeah, it's absolutely. Now, listen, the takeaway from Kaz's, mm. from Kaz's appearance today is we do have to be sensitive about what happened. Those, you know, four men lost their jobs yesterday, and it was, that's not good. Um, that's a, it's rough. It's a, and it's, I'm sure it's extremely difficult for Frost um, and extremely difficult. I'm glad, I'm glad Kaz mentioned the players involved. Each of those guys, um, you know, they meet with their guys all the time. They're their father figure their father figures. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. So yeah, rough day for the program. Um the one other thing, you know, the timing element of this. Um, that's what people are gonna wonder about. We want I you, you know, that's probably one of the first questions we have to ask Scott Frost, right? Yeah, why now versus yeah, why now? versus after the Iowa game or after the season's over? Yeah, why not? Why can't you well, wait? I, th- I I don't want to speak for him, but okay. I, we've had people saying this on the text line, which is correct. We know this, but but it's because the signing period is is earlier than it used to be. December fifteenth right. is the si- early signing. Date. Right for a year, forever it was February, and right. okay, you had you could you could fire a coach at the end of the season and have time to to hire somebody new and give him a month and a half to recruit. Now you don't have that. I mean, it's mid. It's December fifteenth, right? Now, what we don't know, these guys can't be out there recruiting, right? And, and what we, uh, right? And what we don't know is how quickly Scott plans to fill these jobs. And I don't know that. Um, that's but the now next we big know. Question. Now, the, yeah, that's the next big question. One thing, though, Sean Callahan mentioned to me yesterday, and Sean obviously um, with HuskerOnline.com in the Rivals Network understands recruiting at a high level. And he says that 95% of the recruiting is now done um, basically from November 28th to December 11th. Okay. So you, so, so, so you see what I'm saying now? Now, what are you, are you trying to get guys in before November 28th? I think, don't you have to? I mean, I don't know. I, (laughs) I don't know. You're I mean, in. You are in such a bind. You're right hot. Now. Okay. Now this a brings up a bind. question. You're in a bind no matter what. Happens, <laughs> right. Think about Frost. Now, if we're right and he's trying to get guys in before November 28th, before they head out on the road during that period, at, right after the Iowa game, think about how stretched Frost is going to be, getting his team prepared for Wisconsin and then Iowa, while while doing what, trying to formulate his future staff. Oh man. What's that picture look like? I mean, your your offensive coordinator, 
is gone. Matt Lubick. Four of your offensive staff members are right. gone. You've got one guy left in Sean Becton. Right. Now, Ron Brown will take over the running backs. Um, oh, for Dude. Yeah, Frank Verducci. Okay. I think that's the name. Yep. We'll take over the offensive line with the help. And then there's a someone that worked there's a coach that worked under Mario that will handle the quarterbacks. But the point is I mean, think about Frost next few weeks. I mean, well, I mean unless he can yeah. nail this down this week, you know. Do you see that as, as being likely? It is a bye week. You have no game this weekend. I, I just I can't imagine they get their staff lined up by the end of this week. All four of those guys. I would be like you can't like these guys unless they've been working on yeah. it behind you know if they've been working on it behind the scenes right that's possible that they get the, I I mean I know calls have gone out I know that but to what extent have those conversations occurred I don't know so I don't like to do this where we get on the radio and say a bunch of things we don't know but the the fact is Frost has not been interviewed about this he has not. We have not had a chance to ask him these critical questions. All we've seen is a statement from him following the announcement he was going to be restructuring his contract, but stay. Right. That's all we've seen. Literally, That's all these seen. staff moves were announced. The four staff firings were announced at 4.08 yesterday. After he was announced to be back around 2.08, actually. Right. He's like, 2.08, so he's this, back. 4.08, it's announced that the staff members are gone. So we don't, of course we don't have those answers. How could you? I mean, at 4.08, the news came out. At 4.30, I was in... Trev Albert's office at six o'clock. I was riding till eight thirty. Then I was on a on a, a what do we call it? Facebook Live with Parker till nine. And here I am. I don't I don't pretend like I have the answers right now. I don't because who 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 does? You know. Yeah, uh, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. I mean, again, here's the thing: you still have two games left. I mean. You, you got guys that obviously they can't go to a bowl game, and, and a lot of the staff's gone, but they, they want to win these games, right? They want the at least, players. The players do. Everybody, everybody in the I mean, program. Yeah. You want to prove that you're not, you're not, you don't want to just lay down and die that's, for Wisconsin and Iowa to close the season. No, out. that's probably some of the root of, like a guy like Kaz, some of the root of his anger is probably because those players, are you, I mean, this is not a perfect situation for anybody, but these players want to win. Now, if you're a team captain, I mean, I'd if I were a team captain, if I were a you know, a veteran player or any player really, I might have that conversation with Frost. Hey, are are you are you dialed in on these games? That's or are you looking for, are you looking for next are you looking at next year your staff next year? Are you year? recruiting and just getting new coaches too? What are you doing here? Yeah, are are we locked in on this? Because you're calling the place now because your coordinator's gone. Right. I know you were calling plays before, but now you're officially, there's no help. It's you. It's just you. Do you have a plan for the, okay, you have a plan for next season, but what, you know what I'm interested in? Do you have a plan for this season? I mean, how are you going to handle this? That's probably the question I'd ask. Okay, we know what your plan is as far as your vision for next season. How about your vision for this game against Wisconsin. People still care. Yeah, hell yeah, I, they care. You can't care. go to a bowl game, but people still care. Hell you, yes, You they have care. embarrassing losing streaks to both Wisconsin and Iowa. Right. You'd like to have at least one of those snapped as you go into next season, but there's no guarantee that happens when you have only one assistant coach on offense. Nobody's going to cut you slack if, if you lose these games. You can't say, well, you know, we're dealing with a pretty hard situation. <laughs> Come on. 
I mean, that's not fair to the players at all. That would be not – and Frost wouldn't do that. I just can't believe he'd do that. I My guess is he does have a plan because he has to have a plan on how to handle this year. Yeah. This year. <laughs> you have two games against Big Ten West rivals, all right? You better have a plan. Okay, here's a take on the text line okay. um, regarding that. Someone says uh, at four six four five six eight five, firing these guys now offers some cover for if they do finish three and nine. Easier to say Scott is coming back after going three and nine when his offensive staff was already gone. His fan base doesn't want to hear a lot about cover. I understand. Well, you know what? I, yeah. <laughs> it's not a very fun time right now, is it? No, and I, but I under, I understand where oh, the texture's coming take. from. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not a terrible take. No, it makes sense. The problem is, is it makes sense, right? <laughs> That's the problem. Okay, so we covered um, the recruiting element. Um, one one thing people are going to wonder about for this offensive coordinator job is names. We don't know. We don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know exactly where Frost has gone. The names that come up are Tom Herman. We mentioned right, Mark no, Helfrich. Chicago Bears is like a, a special projects coach. Is what uh, Tom Herman is right now. With the Bears, yes, right on offense. That's all. Yep. Um, Mark Helfrich, um, I think people are pretty familiar with his background. Former Oregon head coach, offensive coordinator, offensive-minded coach, um, and Jake Peets. I mean, Jake Peets is uh, the play caller at LSU. Um, was a long snapper and defensive back, walk on from O'Neill during the Bill Callahan era. Has had, I think he has seven years of experience in the NFL, uh, five in college, and he's ascended kind of quietly, but he is the play caller at LSU this year. Now, they're not having a great year on offense. They're 93rd nationally in total offense, but I mean, I think people recognize the situation he walked into is pretty bad. So um, it is, uh, I mean, those are just three examples of names that, that, I've, that I've thought about. Mark Helfrich. Tom Herman, Jake Peets. Just to answer some questions coming in, people are curious. So, what what is the redu- what's the restructuring contract look like? Frost is going from five million down to four million. Okay, we don't. Yeah, let's do this. We don't know the full restructure because they have we 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 made a request. We haven't gotten the full contract details, but yeah, he goes from five million a year this year to four million next year, yep. and his under the restructure, his uh, buyout goes. It would be fifteen million. Correct. Next year, it's down to seven and a half. Mm-hmm. That's all we know about the contract. Yep. More details will be released. It will be incentive laden going forward. The question again becomes, though, if you are trying to attract a coach to come here or coaches to be on the right. offensive staff, tricky. I mean, there's no guarantee he's here two years from now, right? Right. What I think Trev would tell you... You you lowered that buyout for a reason. Right. What I think Trev would tell you is there's no guarantees for any coaches anywhere, hardly. But but especially here right now. I mean, (laughs) you you had four coaches fired off on the offense, and you didn't get an extension. You got a restructured contract, which is a lot different than an extension. Right. So now we asked the question yesterday. I think Parker Gabriel asked Trev this question. Okay, so now... And people are going to wonder this, Jake. Now, with a revamped offensive staff, does Frost get a grace period, 
so to speak, a not more grace period. How about more grace period? And Trev said, no, no, we got, we expect this to hit the ground running. And, and I don't think people want to hear of a grace period anyways. No. Um, They'd be disappointed if you, if you heard grace. Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte. Period. Mentioned by the AD. Right. So, so Trev said, no, no, we expect this, this staff, this new staff to hit the ground running. And, and now Trev would not, would, he does not want to make public. I asked him, what are the standards for this program going forward? Okay. And he doesn't want to put, he does, he said, I'll never talk about one win loss record like Moose did. Um, he said, I'll never talk about that right now. What I'll talk about are things like fight effort, um, playing clean incremental progress. Um, but I'm not going to talk about, he said, I'll never talk about expectations record wise. Those conversations will be had with the head coach, but it's not going to be something I have with the media. So that's, that's, that, that's where that stands. Uh, you mentioned a name that a lot of people aren't very fond of in terms of a potential candidate, Mark Helfrich. Yeah, I, I, a lot of, most a potential. most texts are saying please no on that one. Okay. Uh, Jake Peets maybe of interest. You know, getting, like you said, not a great year offensively for LSU, but a weird situation there. Yeah, real weird. By uh, the way. Tom Herman, that's very intriguing. But is is it is it that's possible? Real, it's really intriguing. It's very intriguing. Well, and right now again, thing. he's a he's a special. Projects coach, whatever that means with the Bears. I have no idea what that means. Well, is it possible? Um, it depends on what else Tom Herman has on the table, right? What other offers does he I'm, have? I'm going to assume he's – I mean, I'm surprised he's doing that with the Bears right now. Right. It's a weird position. Well, you never know what the dynamics are on that. Maybe he just wanted to take a I step mean, back. Is he, just, the, is he waiting for a head coaching job maybe, again, or, or would he take a coordinator spot? Maybe he wanted a year out of the limelight, and he's ready to jump back in now. Um, what can Frost get? What is is the pool limited by the situation? Of course, uh, that's yeah. what we're wondering. I think it is. Well, now some again, they're complicated discussions. It, you know, it's dependent on maybe he has a relationship with a guy that would say, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna come and help you out. I'll come and like the Little River Band song. What's that song? Help is on its way. Yeah, help is on its way. Timely, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of people mentioning Mickey Joseph. Is he okay? Okay, so Mickey Joseph is the receivers coach at LSU, and yeah, I think it's possible that if you if you hired a guy like Jake Peets, and I'm not speak, I don't want to speak for Jake. I don't. I would never do that. But yeah, if he, you wonder if he hired, if he turned to a guy like Jake Peets, if Jake would bring up with him from LSU, Mickey Joseph, the former Nebraska quarterback, option quarterback. When I was in school in the 80, late '80s, um, or and Kevin Falk as the running backs coach, former New England Patriot. Yeah, the LSU staff will be available. There will be staffs. There will be coaches from other staffs that are getting whacked already. Um, there'll there'll be guys available. Uh, a lot of people are saying also Turner Gill is that a guy that would that you would want to come to Nebraska. Or pursue. Where's he at right now? Is he? Well, I don't. I think he might be out of football. Okay. Um, I I I would say I doubt it, but you know, I wouldn't rule anything out. 
Let's get a call from Dan. Dan, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How hey, are Dan. you? Good, Dan. Thanks for calling. Hey, Jake, you got to calm down, man. <laughs> you're 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 freaking me out. Why am I freaking you I, out, I, Dan? I, I'm just because I know you. You're passionate, and that's I am. great. And 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 I'm following you. I'm following your vibe, and you're making me nervous. But then I think about it for a second, and I go, these guys are high level professionals. They are. They didn't just wake up that morning and have to put that together. I'm a low level professional and i have a plan Mm -hmm. you know okay it's like i'm laying things out for the future all the time Mm -hmm. and if if i'm doing that these guys are really doing it so trev scott those guys had a they have some ideas rolling around and so i would just say let's all just take a breath we were all calling for this for the last three weeks anyway you could go back on the tape and hear yourself say, mm-hmm. "We got to. If you're going to keep him, you got to keep. You got to fire this guy, this guy, this guy." And I know you didn't mean before the end of the season, right? But I'm just saying, we'll be okay. This is going to be all right, and we're, we're doing the best thing we could do, other than trash the whole thing. So uh, I just want to say that. Let's go, Big Red. Love you guys. Great show. Take care. All Thank right, you. Dan. Thank now, you. Now, Dan Appreciate makes that. a good point, and I'm not. I'm not talking about you, but there are a lot of people who said he's got to make changes. So he's got to make changes. He's got to make changes. Then when he makes the changes, you say, oh, this will never work. So, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not how do this people answer work. that? No, I, you know? I don't think this will not work. I just think, uh, you know, I understand Kaz's point. It's why do it right now instead of wait till the after the Iowa game. But then we bring up the recruiting issue right. by right. December 15th. Yeah, I'm the not talking period. about you. I'm not talking about you. But there are people that you heard it. He's got to make changes. He's got to make changes. And then he makes changes. And it's like, well, how is this going to work? I mean, come on. I mean, that, that is patently unfair. Well, people are fans. They're irrational. <laughs> right. They don't think things through. They like to yell like to the wind. Hey, Dan, I, that is a good measured call. I, yep. I mean, I do, Jake, you know, fans have, I mean, if you're a Nebraska fan, you have to put some level of trust in that Albert's Frost picture, right? Trev, by the way, I guess my... my view of this and yours is a little different probably because if you meet with Trev and and you see that sense of calm and like like Dan said yep. there's clearly they clearly you know have a vision for what this should become and how they want it to go yeah that's why you you wonder have have, have they had discussions with other coaches right i don't think they're flying by the seat of their pants right now and, you know, now we know a little bit more of how Frost wants to do this. But, hey, listen, there's key questions that remain, and you asked the key one right out of the gate today, Jake. What is this offense going to look like? Yeah, is this going to look like what it has been the last couple right. of years, or is there a big change philosophically? Yeah. Right. That's that's a critical question. What is the offense going to look like? And another critical question is why do it now? Those are and, – and, guys – Listeners, everybody, we just don't know. We have not talked to Scott. Nope. You know? Now, we understand, though, that recruiting calendar has changed things, and there's there's staff changes being made all over the country right now. Yeah. Uh, Jake says this in the text line. Can we commend Trev for how he handled this? I thought, oh, hang on. I thought it was sharp and clean. The only thing I don't believe is when he said this was Scott's plan. Trev had to have told him he had to make changes. Well, we can talk about that. Okay, this is the way this evolved. Trev talked about it at great length. 
and I hope I characterize this accurately. Okay, they started having those meetings, Sunday meetings. Trev's kind of interesting. Trev Alberts, the AD, he said, he goes, I'm, he goes, I don't understand why you guys are so interested in uh, our Sunday meetings, but I am. And, but anyway, they started occurring soon after Trev took the job, and they were twenty minutes. But then they became two and three hour sessions, and then, then in recent weeks, you know, the, the discussions really ramped up. You know probably as the program you know probably he characterized it like after the Michigan game it ramped up there was a lot of back and forth between those guys about not about granular details play calling he even said not talking about specific assistant coaches just the conversation evolved towards Scott's vision and then in the last few weeks this you know, it crystallized in Scott's mind. He's probably going to have to make changes, and these are the. This is the the route he decided to go. <laughs> and that's why it's fascinating because what yeah. you want to know what they were talking about in terms of the vision is it is it a totally different look? Is it a really a run heavy look or, or something else? I don't know, but it's enough that four guys had to go. Apparently, mm-hmm. of the four of the five assistants, Sean Beckton stays because he's done a good job with that unit. At tight ends. The tight ends, right. He's got the number one tight end in the country. Productive. Thomas Fedoni. Didn't see him this year at all. Oh, yeah. The the, the veterans are productive. Vokalek and, and Austin Allen. And he has, yeah, the number one tight end recruit in the country in his room. You right. had to keep Sean Becton. Uh, well, you didn't have to, but it was, I think it was a wise I move, I think too. that's a guy that most of us, if not all, can agree has done a, a really good job. Right, right. I don't. It's not his fault. These guys don't get thrown to a lot. This doesn't have to be terribly. It doesn't have to be a arithmetic equation, a, a calculus equation. The 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 thing we need to know from Frost is why now. That's the big one, and then the answer to what's this? What is your vision for your offense? And I don't know how to what extent he can answer that yeah. because before he has a new guy, before he has a new guy, right yeah. in place. I don't know what he can say right now in terms of we can say he can wishes the guys the best in in their next endeavors, but if he's going to answer the, if the questions asked, which it should be, what's your office going to look like? I don't he can, he cannot answer that properly. I re- he doesn't know. No, he doesn't know. Doesn't I really appreciate yet. Dan's call, by the way. Um, I think we needed that, Jake. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, I mean because this this he's right. He's right about the way coaches look at this stuff. There's a there's an offensive coordinator out there, Jake, that will look at this and say, "Yeah, I can make that work." <laughs> you know, it'll help if they pay me about a million dollars, but I can oh, make it Nebraska work. Nebraska might do that. Right. I can I can make it work. I can look at their personnel. I can I I trust Scott. I can go do this. There's going to be coaches out there that do it. Not every coach is going to look at it and go, "Oh God, this will never work." They don't get to the positions they're in that way. Jake Peets didn't become the LSU offensive coordinator by saying, ah, that's a job I just don't think I can do. <laughs> they have the opposite mindset. I can't, yeah, I can do that. Yep, yeah, you need that mindset. Yeah, that's, the, that's how need, they get to those jobs. You need that mindset. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a tough job. But it's, you know, wouldn't it be amazing, though, just think if you were the offensive coordinator, Jake. you got to think of it this way. Think if you're the offensive coordinator who comes in and rescues this thing. And Nebraska wins nine next year. Mm. Challenges for the West or wins the West. Then what? Then you are then you are very your value is skyrocketed. Absolutely, along with your assistants. 
Now you've got Nebraska back in it? P.J. Fleck made a defensive coordinator change a couple years ago, and it was monumental for that program. The program took off after he changed you're defensive right. coordinators. Did. You're absolutely right, it did. That defensive coordinator didn't go in there and say, God, we're playing bad defense. What can I do here? No, He the, just changed it. Yeah, the he new guy it. came in and said, let's, let's go. Let's he, go. And he did. We can do this. I mean, it's it's it doesn't have – yeah, I really – the reason I'm glad Dan pointed out what he did is don't call for changes and then say, oh, this will never work. I mean, come on. I mean – that that doesn't that doesn't square up, right? That's where yeah. we're at. Robin Wash it up next on early break on the ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc.